Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to our online audience. Let me get to the chair. <laughs> um, it's so amazing. Every Wednesday morning, I always say that. Um, God does stuff supernaturally in the business, and um, it started again. So if it looks like I'm on the phone, it's just telling people, I can't talk to them right now, and I know all the deals will come through this afternoon. So uh, <laughs> I'm not concerned. So yes, we are live, I think. Yes, we are. So I just have to go there as well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. That's online. Renee, Riona. Dr. <laughs> and me, <laughs> hallelujah. Um, um, that's a platform God has given us. Um, it was a prophetic word that went out a few years ago. I said that we will be all over and um, how God does it and how we're reaching people. And um, it's only him. Last night we were at our, we have a Bible college um, that's, accredited and um, it's Disney College International and we are one of the biggest colleges in the country so it's amazing and it's interdenominational so it's not um, a denomination and it's not in-house so it's accredited from America and um, so we're really blessed and privileged and we we had a like a Q&A last night and and then um, Pastor Yaku, and I've said it before, and uh, you know, sometimes we think in our ability that you can do something. It's, it's for you, it's impossible. But for God, nothing is impossible. And um, uh, um, when, when, I, when I saw some of you this morning, God was reminding me of prophetic word that I got in other churches and how um, we were going to have a church. And, and I was always saying, no, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sure that person heard wrong. <laughs> and, um, and how God orchestrates things and, and puts things together. And, just, and when I look back today and, and, and where we are and, and what God is doing, I can really honestly tell you, it's only God, <laughs> because through the, in my ability, there's no way, but in God's ability, there's always a way. And um, Dr. Yvette helped me out last week. Uh, I was um, babysitting, <laughs> um, and when I was picking up that little warrior this morning, I was thinking, wow, he's like half the, 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 the weight. <laughs> he's so light. Um, so, yes, but that's how we are each unique and different. And that's how we're supposed to be. And uh, Dr. Yvette said something last night. Uh, she was with Dr. Vivian, and he said, it's such a blessing when we come together because each one of us carry a unique, different anointing. 
And so can you imagine? And that's how anointing oils gets made. There's different fragrances that come together and it makes the oil. And that's, and that's the anointing. And that's what we're going to speak about today as well. How different flavors and different smells comes together and, and it, it makes a sweet smelling aroma to God. And that's why there's such a tremendous attack on fellowship. And it's always been. And, um, you know, coming together. Because there's, an, there's, there's different unique anointings coming together, making a different fragrance. And, and, and that's what happens. And um, while I was praying this morning, um, God was just showing me, and it's all scripture, I don't have all the scriptures. They are in the Word, I promise. <laughs> I'll, I'll see how I, if I can remember most of them. But um, it was... Um, so, say, first I want you all to say, lift up your hands, or one hand if you've got a baby in your hands, it's okay. <laughs> remember, this is not just lifting up your hands. We don't realize what it is when we lift up our hands. Firstly, you surrender. It's a sign of surrender. Secondly, it's biblical, <laughs> especially for men. See in the word? And um, because it's easier for women to lift up their hands. It just is like that. Not everybody, not all men, but some men struggle. And um, what's the third one? Did I say it's a sign of surrender? Yes, I did say that. Okay, there was a third one. I'll remember it just now. But... Oh, we receive. We receive because we, when we give, we go like this and release it, but then, then our hands are open to receive. And that's what finance is the same. Okay, so we are receiving from God, from the Holy Spirit. That's the only one we're receiving from right now in Jesus' mighty name. So God, say, I am anointed uniquely, differently. I cannot have another anointing. The only one I have is the one that God has given me and is pouring out on me right now. It's a yoke-destroying, burden-removing, power of God anointing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, yes, God's anointing is yoke-destroying. It is powerful because when the Holy Spirit came upon people, there was a power released. And um, the anointing is what empowers you. That is what empowers you. Oh, um, Alfred, won't you put off that um, fan for me, please? I don't know. I'm getting a little bit cold. So if you get hot, just go like this, and then we can put it on again. And it not just empowers a man, it empowers a man and a woman to function supernaturally. But that's the thing. We look at other people and think, they, they can do it, but I cannot. There's too much in my life that is not right yet, or I'm not so powerful, I don't know the word, and all of that. But it's one spirit. It's, it's one spirit, am I right? It's only one spirit. So it doesn't matter if you've been in ministry 40 years, 20 years, 5 years, 1 minute, same spirit. 
We put people on pedestals and then they disappoint us. And then we, I've heard it again in this week, if Christians does that, I don't want to be a Christian. But it was, I, was, I was giving that analogy to one person. This one woman came to a pastor and she said, um, I'm not coming to church anymore. There's just a lot of hypocrites. I know that one is involved with pornography. That one's got an, um, he's busy with um, adultery. That one's in fornication. Those are living together. Um, that lady gossips and all of that. And he said, okay, just do one thing for me this morning. And after the service, we'll talk again. Will you do that? The lady said, yeah, of course. He gave her a glass of water that was full. And he said, now you walk the whole service around, all around. And you just focus on the water that you won't spill. She says, no problem. And after the service, he called her back and he said, okay, now did you notice hypocrites, adultery, pornography, fornication? Did you notice any of that this morning? She said, no. He said, why? She said, I was focusing on the water. He says, that's exactly. If you start focusing on the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and that is all, then nothing else will matter. We're always going to have those. And the first thing we have to look at is ourselves. It's like the Word of God says, first remove the, the, um, the bulk out of your, the splinter is the small part, the bulk is the big part, the part. But anyway, that big thing out of your eye, before you look at the splinter. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to get a few comments on that one again. <laughs> um. The anointing is that which enables you to do the supernatural things. This is a must for those who have a passion for the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what it, did you get that scripture? <laughs> Thanks, talent. <clears throat> get the beam, man. Get the beam out of, of timber out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the tiny particles out of your brother's eye. Isn't it? We're so busy focusing on people, and, and that one said this, and that one does this, and that. And you know what? Sin is sin. I know it. There's no big one. There's no small one. It's gossip is sin. Overeating is gluttony. It's sin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gluttony is sin. We, 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 we look at people, and, and that one is an adultery. That's so bad. But overeating is bad too. Can you see what I mean? Please don't feel offended. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to offend anybody. That's really not. Offense is taken. It's never given. Okay? It, it, I'm just using examples. Because it's so easy to look at people and say, they can't believe that person did that. But man, I'm this size. Huh? Really? That's also sin. Because you are, you are messing with the temple of the Holy Spirit. Because that's the vessel the Holy Spirit's in. Okay? 
No guilt and condemnation here. Everybody? Everybody. Do, do. Okay. Stuff like that comes up from me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, in 1 John 2, verse 27, take the plank out your eye. Thank you, Margie. She's helping me. <laughs> On, oh, hallelujah. But as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment, the unction which you received, past tense, that's 1 John 2, verse 27, Talon. Say, I have... Received, past tense, an unction, an appointment, which abides permanently in me. Can you see? It doesn't come and go. Okay, now I've messed up. Now I've gossiped. Okay, now the Holy Spirit stands there. Okay, now you finish gossiping. Now he comes back. <laughs> no. It used to happen in the Old Testament, but it doesn't happen anymore. He doesn't step aside. Because we, the Holy Spirit doesn't override your choice. That's the thing. You still have a choice. It's a choice to bully somebody. It's a choice to manipulate somebody. It's a choice to be jealous. It's a choice to do all this. You always have a choice. It's a choice to get angry and sin. It's a choice to get angry and not sin. You know, when people say, but Jesus also got angry. Yes, he did. But he never sinned. He was 100% man and 100% God. He was perfect. And we strive for that perfection. We strive for that excellence. And it's a daily, constant And I'm reading a book and of Rodney Howard Brown. I love him. And um, he's so funny. He makes you laugh. And he said he, he, he goes all over the world. And he preaches to thousands of people. And he can see the anointing on people. He can see the fire. He can see the hunger on people. And many times when, when we minister... I, when I look at person, I, it, it, it like it pulls stuff from me. It, it's like it's that hunger, it's that it's that that thirst. And a few years ago, he was yeah in Apostle um, Theo Volmeranz's church, and we were sitting like in the in the sixth row from the front or eighth row, and he skipped he skipped everybody, and he came straight to me and and Pastor Yaku. And it wasn't, and I was like so flabbergasted. And he said, you can see the fire of God on us. And I was like still, it's quite a few years ago. It can be a lot of years ago. But I couldn't see it. <laughs> but he could recognize it. And, and that's, my, that's been my pursuit to, to, to really, and how do you get the anointing in the presence of God? Relationship. Because my sheep knows my voice because they know me. I mean, if I just... Um, I'm going to just do a... a um, 
a demonstration. Okay, this is anointing oil. Right, so I'm pouring it in here. Can you see, guys? I'm pouring it in here. So now I just, every now and again, I just dip myself in it. Am I, is my whole body anointed now? No. It's only my finger. But say, imagine this is a tub. And I go and sit inside of it. And, um, Ooh, I'm messing all over. <laughs> but now, I take this oil, and I'm, I'm sitting in it, and I'm being smeared in it, and I, and I want more of it, and, and I need some more of it. Somebody's going to have to come clean here, yeah, but it's okay. And, and this, this is what we want, isn't it? This is, this is my heart's desire, to be so anointed, to be so in the fire, to be so in the presence of God all the time, to smell like Him, to be fragrant like Him, to be, and that's what the anointing means. It means smeared in. Isn't it? No matter what other people are doing, no matter, you know, it's okay. I, I, uh, that's what we want, isn't it? I don't know about you, but that's what I want. That's what I, I want. I want more of him, not of people. And, and the only way we become saturated, we become smeared, we become, and that's what the anointing, it gets rubbed in. That's what anointing means, rubbed in. And you know what? Jesus Christ, Jesus, we know what that means. Christ means the anointed one. That's what Christ means. What are you? I am a Christian. Isn't it right? So that means you are the anointed ones. Say, I am anointed. I am anointed. It permanently resides inside of me. It's rubbed in. It's smeared in. This example that Pastor Renata used, I'm never going to forget because she messed all over. <laughs> but that's what happens. It starts to drip from you because that's what God says. Like it dripped from the head of Aaron. In, in the Old Testament, they used to anoint people. They used to take the, um, the wounds. Thanks, Dr. Reed. And, and they would throw it over their heads. And it would drip over from Aaron's head right down to his beard, right down to his clothing, right down. And that's what happens when, when you are in the anointing, when, when you are in the presence of Almighty God. Like now, we are the carriers of the presence. We are the carriers of the anointing. So where you go, this is what starts to happen. You can see, guys, I'm, I'm full of oil, ne? Right. Who wants some more? Who wants some? Come, come. So now I'm next to her. I'm standing next to her. So what happens? What happens? What happens? This anointing, this, this, this smearing in, this rubbing in. If I stand somebody, next to somebody in the, in, in, in the aisle and they stand too close to me, uh, you know what I do? I don't think, oh, 
goodness, can I just move? I go close to them and I start to look. Then that person looks at me and they stand a bit. But then I'm thinking, come on, let the power of God hit them. Let the, the, let the anointing rub off on them. Let them be set free. Let them be so full of the Holy Spirit. Let the fire of God hit them in Jesus' name. Yes, the prophetic is, you're, the, you're a mighty prophet of Almighty God. Come on, start speaking up. Write those, write those books. Write those children's books. Start doing, uh, I don't know if you've gotten this word before, but you are, you, you've got the words. It has to start flowing from you like never before. It has to bubble forth. Nabi is the word I hear. A Nabi prophet. One that bubbles forth. You always keep quiet. You're always standing back. God says, I'm pushing you to the front. It's your time now. I'm pushing you to the front. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If I missed you as well, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Can you see? That's who God is. It's not my anointing. It comes from Him. But I'm the carrier. And, and when I step in, I must make a decision. Am I going to... I'm messing up the whole video thing again. But it's okay. We're going to have cameras that, that hang around, you know, that can, can follow you. <laughs> they, they've got ones like that. But yes, it's on its way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The ones that follow you, you know, so they can pick me up wherever I go. Um, so that, 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 that is who we are. we are. We are supposed to bring in the presence of God where you go. Bring in the presence of God. Change the atmosphere. That, that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do. Be, be atmosphere changers. Not get up in the morning and say, okay, it's another day. You know? You can choose and say, body, you're going to jump up. You're going to praise God. It's a happy day. I'm going to be an atmosphere changer. I am the anointed of God. I'm going to get more. It's going to be smeared into me. It's going to be rubbed into me. It's going to change atmosphere. When I walk into pick and pay today, the earth is going to shake. People are going to be set free, delivered, changed, because I am a supernatural being. I am... In, I can do anything because Christ Jesus, the anointed one, his spirit is inside of me and streams of living water will bubble forth from me. And it doesn't have to be super spiritual. You know what? God is real. He made us real. So if you say to that lady behind the door, man, you're beautiful. You are so beautiful. Thank you for serving me today. I mean, most of them think I'm crazy, but it's okay. I'm telling you, some of them can't wait for me to come and buy from them. Just to say to them today, thank you. You're a wonderful woman. You're so powerful. You've got a great job. I'm so glad you're thankful for it. Most of them say, I have to work again. <laughs> you know, I'm so tired. I've been working 10 hours. I, then I said, oh, you know, I'm so glad you have a job and you're serving me in such excellence and, and I'm speaking the things that are not as if they are. And you can see life coming into that person. You can literally see it because your words is putting something in them. And the lady that's putting the stuff in the, in the, ba in the, in the bags, I tell her, thank you. Thank you for putting my stuff in. You know, you're so special. You're beautiful. 
God's make, or I just say there's ways for you. I don't make it sometimes spiritual, but it is because I'm speaking the word of God. I'm telling her there's a way for you. What is God saying? I make ways where there seems to be no way. So, okay, I'll try and sit still. <laughs> we have somebody at the back there that's one that has to do everything. But God is sending us people. I know that. Thank you, Jesus. Right, where were we? So then you have no need that somebody instruct you. That doesn't mean you don't come to church and you don't need. That's pride. Okay? That's not what the scripture says. It says when you need the help, at that moment, the Holy Spirit will teach you and instruct you and give you the wisdom that you need. But God did place apostles, prophets, um, uh, longest finger evangelists, pastors, and teachers there. He gave offices for the church. How, what is that scripture said? How good it is for the one who preaches the gospel, isn't it? It's good. God called people to do that. I never thought that I would do that. I knew I was called as a prophet to the nations, but I never knew I was called for a church. But when we are faithful with little, God entrusts us with more. Hallelujah. Say, I am faithful. Therefore, I will be entrusted with more. God has given me the tongue of a ready writer. In Jesus' name. But just as his anointing teaches you concerning everything, and it's true, and is no falsehood, so does the thing what you must do. Abide in, love in, never depart from him, being rooted in him, not to him, just as his anointing has taught you to do. That's why you are coming here. The anointing, the anointed of God teaches. God has given people different abilities, different gifts. And, and, and that what he, that's what he's done. He's, he's gifted and enabled me. It was one of the attacks on my, on my ministry at a very early age when I was ministering at a, at a ladies' camp. And this one lady said to me after the camp, um, please never teach or preach. You're not a preacher and you're not a teacher. You can prophesy. Just do that. And I was still young in ministry and it was hurtful. And I got home to my husband and I said, oh, I'm never teaching and preaching again. <laughs> you know, like a Marty Martel gat. And he said, you are never ministering with those people again. They are jealous of you. And, and um, that's why they said it. And um, I've told you before, and well, well uh, the whole thing. It's over. And, and I bless them, really. I know they didn't mean it. I know today. But things like that can take you out of ministry when you listen to the enemy's voice. 
and he uses pe people, unfortunately, sometimes. Sometimes he just, uh, you know, I don't give him credit. Don't get me wrong. But we do. And, and, it, and in your whole life, s certain things, maybe your mom said, maybe your father said, maybe a school teacher said, maybe your pastor said, uh, and, and, and you took it. And you shouldn't, because we must only take what, the, what God says over us, not what a man said over you. Or, um, you know, maybe you've had failed marriages, now you're not good enough to do anything. That's not the truth. Then I would certainly not be sitting here. It's not how it's supposed to be, believe me. It, it wasn't supposed to be like that. But unfortunately, choices and stuff that I did caused me to get into situations that I was in. But thank God, like we sang this morning, he turned it around for good. What the enemy meant for our harm, God turns around for good. But we need to be obedient. We have to abide in it, meaning sitting in, in that tub of oil, sitting in his presence. And it's not like... Like, take that young lady with her baby. I know, my daughter's also got the baby. And Wednesday evenings, he sleeps at our house so that we can give them a break, that they can sleep through. And I know Thursdays, man, I, there's, a, there's like a, a, a little bit of a tiredness that comes over me. Because when, when baby goes, ah, I quickly look, is everything okay? Isn't it? So don't get the, I have to pray four hours a day. I, I have to read the word chapters a day. That's religion. When it's a have to, religion comes in. It's a want to. I want to pay my tithes. I want to serve. I want to read the word. I'm telling you, some days I don't read the word. I'm honest. Really. <laughs> But some days I do a lot. <laughs> and God doesn't come to me and say, Hey, you did not read your Bible today. <laughs> we make it a religious thing. Do I hunger for it? Yes. Do I thirst for it? Yes. But... We, we live, we, we have to work, we have to, we run businesses, we run churches, people die, we have to uh, prepare for that stuff, people get married, we have to prepare for that stuff, school of the supernatural, Sunday morning service, all of that, and it's okay, God understands, but he, I always speak to him. I get up in the morning and I, and I know he's there. And, I, I, and, I, and that's the relationship part. That's how. If, if I don't speak to Dr. Yvette or Anita for three days, they don't feel I don't love them. She doesn't love me anymore. She hasn't spoken to me for two days. Isn't it? That's not how God is. We have to be real, people. We have to be real. Okay, I'm off the topic. What is the anointing? The anointing is the presence of God. 
where we are right now, where we are when we come together, when we speak to the Lord. It is the power of God. It is the person of God. It's Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. That's the anointing. Which totally destroys everything that is not of God. It's like when a duck dives into the water. What does the water do? It runs off him. So that's why the anointing destroys the yokes. Because all this oil, nothing can touch me. Because it just runs off. Negative words, runs off. Curses, runs off. Sickness, falls off. Disease, falls off. Poverty, gets destroyed. Because it's, it's the anointing. And that's why God used it. It's a symbol. The oil is a symbol. The oil is a symbol. It, it, it has to show you that's what it does. It's like that water that just runs off. And that's when you step in, stuff of people breaks off. It gets destroyed. You get revived. You get excited. When sickness, poverty, depression, deception, addiction, oppression, or fear comes in contact with the anointing, it is immediately destroyed. It is. It's immediately destroyed. It's when that person walks out and takes it back. Because some people love their sickness. <laughs> they do because they get attention. It's unfortunate. But thank God we keep on and we keep on and in the end that's why we're supposed to be like the axe church when people come into your presence that stuff needs to go we have to be so full of the anointing that when people get into contact with us the stuff starts the anointing is the communicator of grace Isn't that amazing? It communicates grace. That unmerited, nothing I do to deserve it. Nothing that I can do to deserve it. I do it because I want to. I do it, I want to pray for people. I want to lay hands on them and they must recover. They will recover. I want to pray for hours. Because even if I don't see it, God is working. If I do, even if I don't get those goose... Anointing is not goosebumps. It's a knowing. It's a knowing. It's a knowing. It's the confirmation of His divine presence. See, before God called you, He appointed you. So what comes first? The appointment. The appointment. That means being separated. And what did the blood of Jesus do? It consecrated you. It set you apart. We are the consecrated ones. Say, I am. Set apart. Consecrated. 
appointed. That's who I am. Anointed, blessed, highly favored. My anointing destroys yokes because that is who I am. Jesus' name. See, being anointed is being equipped. And that's why there's offices for the equipping of the saints to increase the anointing on your life. Because it comes by knowledge. With the tools. See, sometimes we have an assignment. And, and Dr. Yvette, I'm stealing her. Oh, no, I'm not stealing it. I'm using it. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, her analogy. See, I listen, eh? <laughs> she, she was saying it's an assignment. And when your assignment is finished, if you stay there, you get hurt. Sometimes it's only an assignment. And when it's finished, it's done. When I've handed in my assignments with Bible College, woohoo! I'm so glad. <laughs> then it's done. If I pass. But anyway, I did pass. <laughs> in Psalm 45, verse 7, it says, You love righteousness. Who are you? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is who you are. Uprightness and right standing with God and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. Say, I am anointed with the oil of gladness above my fellows. And that's in, Galatians, in Hebrews 1 verse 9. You have loved righteousness. You have delighted in integrity, in virtue, and uprightness, in purpose, in thought, and in action. You have hated lawlessness, injustice, and iniquity. Iniquities are stuff that are bent and crooked in your life, or in your family, or in your bloodline. Therefore, God, even your God, the Godhead, the three in one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit has anointed you with the oil of exultant joy and gladness. That's why when, 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 when I start feeling I want to cry all the time or I am tired or all that because in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy and the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's my strength. So where do we, you know, when, when, when we start to feel that heaviness and um, all of that, what, what should we do? Give me an example. There's the mic. Come on, guys. Let's do some ministry. Put on the garment of praise. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So is heaviness a spirit? Does it come from the Lord? No. So if somebody comes to me and tells me they have bipolar or whatever, I say, no, you don't. It's not yours. It's not yours. 
I'm so depressed. No, you're not. I cancel that. In Jesus' name, you're not. And this new saying, I'm mad about this. Ek is mal hier No, man, you've got a mind of Christ. You're saying you're not mad. Help them write. It's so easy to say these things, but you know what? Then they get to 50 and 55 and, and they get attacked with Alzheimer's and, and, and all of that stuff and they lose their minds because they said, I'm mad about it all the time. I'm mad over this. It's a, it's a, it's a, or crazy about it. Especially in Afrikaans. The people are saying that all the time. I read it in, 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 in books all the time. If somebody tells me, ask Molda where I want to mold him with my hand. You're not. Don't say that. And can I tell you something? Maybe you just didn't sleep well. I know the, the ladies over there, you've got a baby. I understand. I promise you. I really do. <laughs> um, our baby is not teething and he's sleeping very well. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, but last night he really did sleep well. He slept for five hours. Hey, yes, amen. <laughs> anyway, but some of you guys here, you're struggling with the spirit of sleep and slumber. Because every time you hear, you want to fall asleep. That is not from the Lord. Let me tell you something. It's not. I pick it up. I pick it up. So if you want to get rid of that thing, you know why it manifests here? It's in the anointing. So it will manifest. It wants to put you to sleep. So you do not hear what you were supposed to hear. So let's just do it corporately. We can lose nothing. Okay? Lift up your hands. Say, I declare today I am delivered from a spirit of sleep and slumber. It goes right now. I rebuke you. I bind you. I cast you out. Go. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I know we don't focus on the enemy, but I just picked it up. So I'm just... See, the, the yoke-destroying anointing. That's a yoke that you're carrying that's not yours. Throw it off. It's not yours. It's not yours. Okay? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Anita, you want to come to the front quickly, please? The spirit of joy is all over her. Can somebody come catch her? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. More, Lord. More, Lord. Someone a portion for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Fire, Lord. More, Lord. Jesus, name more. Fire, 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 fire. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know what? In the Acts Church, uh, let me give you this testimony. I think I've given it before, but I will. If you've heard it again, repetition brings revelation. Um, in 2003, I was just saved. I got saved in 2000, but I only started really um, uh, being set free totally in 2002. So in 2003, two of my friends, they were the pastor's daughters and me, we drove to Johannesburg and Pastor Rodney Howard Brown came to minister, but he was this big at that time. He's lost a lot of weight. He was this big. And um, it was weird for me, falling in the spirit, all of that stuff. And um, people started to, when he walked in, the, the spirit of joy hit people and they started to laugh. And we were like, you know, really? This, this is just acting and, and, and all of that. And like in 15 minutes into the service, I started to laugh and I couldn't stop. And my one friend was just nudging me. She said, stop it, stop. And then her sister started to laugh. And later on, we were so drunk in the spirit, we were laughing. I was throwing my legs in the air. I'm telling you. I was like, <laughs> like this, really, I'm telling you. And it, I couldn't stop. And, and later on, my stomach was so sore. And the more I tried to stop, the more I laughed. And later on, uh, the, the, the sister was like getting angry at us because we must stop now and we can't. And she drove us home because we couldn't drive. We were like laughing all the way home. I was falling asleep in, at night, at that, in that night, Feel it, fall asleep, then I go, then I suddenly start to laugh. But you know what? It's, it, was, it was trauma. It was rejection. It was insecurities. While laughing, all of that, st <laughs> all of that stuff was going. It was, I was being delivered without even God. The, the Spirit of God just was, was going, working through me. And um, the next evening we went again. Uh, because it was three nights. So we drove through again. So now we sit there, and suddenly the, the, the other sister, she started to laugh. And she is prim and proper. She's a real lady. Later on, she was lying on the ground, kicking with her legs in the air, laughing. And it was just, and it was totally totally, totally out of her character. Totally. But I'm telling you, we were in, in that time of our lives, we were so under attack. And that evening, the two evenings, God did so much in us without anybody touching us. 
He didn't speak to us. He didn't prophesy over us. He didn't lay hands on us. There was nobody even sitting close to us. There wasn't even a lot of people there. But it hit us. You know why? Hunger. Desperate. How desperate are we for more of the anointing? How desperate are we to be set free? How desperate, how hungry are we to be healed? Are we really desperate to, to change and say, that is what I want. I want more. I just want more. Even if I just say one scripture over and over again, because that is who Jesus is. The anointed one is the word. So that is what you don't need people to deliver you. You can do self-deliverance. That deliverance is not a ministry, people. Jesus sent out his disciples, not one by one, two by two, and said, go and baptize the people. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a prophet. You don't have to be an apostle. I know some people's going to, I don't care. I give you permission. Not me. Not me. The word of God. The Word of God gives you permission to baptize people, to pray for them, to heal them, to pray for the sick, to lay hands on them, to let the deaf hear, to let the blind see. It's not what I say, it's what the Word of God say. I know there's order, don't get me wrong. In a congregation, there needs to be order. I know that. But we're a body, and I am not intimidated by anybody's gift. Doesn't matter if it's Rodney Howard Brown, Benny Hinn, Catherine Kuhlman, I don't care who it is, because the same spirit, I honor them. There's a difference. And we said it last night, I call Dr. Yvette, Dr. Yvette. I never say to her, Yvette, ask her. Not on a SMA, a WhatsApp, never. I honor the doctorate on her life. Why? I want it. I want a doctorate. Not to say I'm a doctor. Don't get me wrong. Because study and show yourself approved. Because that's what the word says. So I honor what she's done. I honor the hours she's put in. She's busy with her PhD. I honor that. And that's what we said last night. If you call me my friend, if, if people say to me, my friend, I'm only your friend. If you call me, if I'm your pastor, then I'm your pastor. If you call me pastor, I'm your pastor. I'll, I'll, the, pa the pastoral will, will come out. If you call me prophet, I'm your, I'll, the prophetic will come out. And it will start manifesting through you. I was preaching it. When, when Joseph went to the prison, what happened? That he was a dreamer, am I right? So when he went to the prison, what happened? Did the baker have a dream? Did the, 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 the cupbearer have a dream? So what happens? The anointing of dreams, dreams started. Did he touch them? Did he lay hands on them? No. Is there impartation? Yes. But it can happen like this, like while you're sitting here. If you take it, if you want it, you'll get it. That's why the responsibility for the person sitting here is great. 
I can't sit here with a lot of crap. Sorry for the word. Dung. <laughs> it's not a swear word, it's in the word. He was sitting on the dung heap. One of the, which, which um, prophet had to eat dung? Ezekiel? You know, he had to eat dung. Crap. He had to eat it. Read it. It's in the Word. I promise. So, um, you, every time I come, there's a price to pay for the anointing. There's a price to pay. I promise you. It doesn't just, it's not just, you know why? For your protection. For your protection. That's why spiritual sons and daughters, we need to be accountable. You need to be accountable one to another. Say, I'm struggling. You cannot, I know you can't say it to anybody when you're struggling. I know that. But if you know that person has integrity and you can trust them with whatever you're struggling with, you can go to them and say, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this. You have to pray for me. Don't just bug people for anything. First pray yourself. Because it's easy to always just send me a WhatsApp, pray for me for this, pray for me for this, pray for me for this. Pray yourself. Sorry. <laughs> Am I sounding harsh? No, you have to get to a place. Can you please put the fan on again? The fire of God is, is on me right now. So I can feel, I can feel when it comes, when it, it increases. I can feel when, when God is, is pleased with what I'm saying. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can see when people are hungry, hungry for more. Not, not what that person has, but what that person has through the Holy Spirit. Because there, there is an unnatural thing coming into the body of Christ of, of unnatural submission, unnatural honor. Totally unnatural, but there's a lack in some places too of honor. Because what you honor is what you're going to get. And if you honor a gifting, if you honor an office, you will start maturing because that's maturity. Like Dr. Yvette said last night, she's not your hay. Hey, she's not your hay. You know, respect. Admire, honor. I, ad I honor and admire the gifting on Jared's life. I see how he's growing. I see how he's, facing the, he's, he's seeking the face of God. I see how he's going to run and not grow weary. I see he's like a Timothy. I see the gift and call on your life. I see it. I see you putting yourself down all the time. I see how you never feel good enough. 
But I see how much you've grown. And I see how much jealousy is around you. And I see how, how, how people are pulling you down. And I'm telling you today, God's going to start removing people around you. Sometimes it's a lonely road. I'm not saying you have to be alone. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of jealousy around you. They are intimidated by giftings. Surround yourself by people that encourages you. Surround yourself by people that recognizes the gift inside of you, that does not feel intimidated. Okay? I don't know why I say stuff like that sometimes. It's just... <laughs> I have to be obedient. I'm intimidated by no man. Even if they have a mega church, I'm not intimidated. Because that's not... We're, not, we're supposed to honor that. And learn from... I can learn from that. not feel intimidated by it and insecure and I'm telling I'm preaching to myself every time I sit here every single time because we should realize where does it come from where does it come from it doesn't come from people it comes through them And God does use people. Has he used me? Yes. Is he using me right now? Yes. Is he using my mouth right now? Yes. I'm just interpreting it out of me. Where another person will, inter another prophet will interpret it out of him or her. Where a, where, where a, a teacher or a pastor will interpret it out of him or her. Their giftings. But that's why we need the body. And that's why you're here. And that's why you need to speak to your body and your mind. Make sense? Have you, are you encouraged this morning? Are you, guys? You feel you can go lay hands on anybody, everybody, uh, speak to them, encourage them, equip them, teach them. <laughs> Don't feel inferior. The Spirit of God is not an inferior spirit. When I pick up the little ones, I do it for a reason. God tells me, go take that baby. I don't know why. I just do it. But I know there's an importation. Every time I, 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 I speak to my grandson and, and, and I, I put him to sleep, I bless him. I speak to his spirit. I blow over him. I say, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. <gasps> then he goes like this. But <laughs> I couldn't do it with my children. I didn't know. I had no knowledge of the, of the Lord. But man, they have a double portion already. Because I speak it over them every day. My son-in-law, my daughter in Singapore, 
in the United Kingdom. They're all over. Why? God placed them there for a reason. Because we need to go there. The anointing has to spread. Any questions? I always forget it. Any questions? Any questions? Are you good? So um, maybe I should just, if you want to, I don't know, she's got a great deal of anointing rubbed out, smeared on her. Do you guys want me to um, anoint you and, and just pray for you guys? Okay. Um, I think we're going to... Uh, yes. Thank you for our live audience. Thank you for partaking. For you guys that could not be here, I declare that you are anointed, that the anointing is coming on you right now, that you are dripping with oil, that it's dripping down from your head right down, that it's saturating you while you sit in the presence of Almighty God, that you are being touched, that you are being healed, that you are being provided for in Jesus' mighty name, that, that you're not begging and pleading, but that you are praising and worshiping like never before in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father, that you are, your anointing is yoke-destroying, that it's, 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 it's powerful, that it's saturating, that it's being smeared in, smeared on, that there's an impartation going forth right now, like never before. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more.